0: Good day And welcome to the Talk It Out podcast My name is Neil Bailey Harper And I'm here today in focus with The Invisible Present And a whole lot of other visible bullshit The music I'm listening to today Yeah, this is the group Pleasure The song is entitled Joyous I hope today finds you well And getting into the holiday spirit um, hey, we've had a lot of things over the last two years now that have changed the way we go about our everyday business. That's going to happen. You're going to evolve. You're going to pivot. You're going to learn. But don't don't let it take your spirit, okay? You have life. Have life more abundantly. Um, pleasure. The song is called Joyous. I want to do a two-parter here today. I said the invisible present and a whole lot of other visible bullshit. Well, I'm going to start with the visible bullshit. Um, now, I know if you're listening, I don't care what age you are, we're all grownups. And thank you for listening. Hope you like the podcast, want to share it, and subscribe. Um, but I have listeners from 18 to 80. But if you're listening, you understand when I say, as grown-ups. Holiday season or not We need to be able to walk and chew gum Okay um, There's We want good We all want good in our lives We all want good in the world But we gotta understand that everything isn't And those things that aren't good Like Silverfish They won't go away Unless you make them go away Or unless you contain them Okay Okay Here's what I'm saying. Um, I'm... And, I, and, and I will be, I'm a little guilty of... Tuning out... Some of the uh, daily news. National news. Like I... I'm a little guilty of that. I tuned it out a couple days here and there. And I shouldn't have. Well, you know, I caught up. But... January the 6th... The attempted coup of our government... We're calling it what it was, the attempted coup of the American democracy, which happened on January the 6th, is not going away until we put those involved in that away, okay? This is no light of hand bullshit, okay? They have to be held accountable for challenging and trying to take over and overthrow our democracy, um, the Ball Washers Club has been exposed, and what I mean by that, you well, term speaks for itself. People like Mike McCarthy, Jim Jordan, uh, the Flim Flam Man, Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, um, Hannity, Laura Ingram, the Ball Washers Club, who for some reason find the taste of this man irresistible. And I'm talking about 45. And the things they were willing to do and the lies they told to to achieve their ends is not going away because they got close. And those of us who won't want to think they got close need to walk and chew gum and start reading about this. This is still here, okay? Um, Yeah, I'm also a firm believer there is a disconnect in generations. It shouldn't be. there. Normally, there has, over our history, there has been a disconnect in generations. Um, but now this disconnect is, is kind of funny in how it works, where some people of my generation connect with some people of my children's generation. I hope I'm one of those people that can connect with both generations, too. But I'm not telling them lies. I'm not fucking with their heads. I'm not making them think they're on the same level and have experienced as much life as I have. I'm not trying to lead them astray for my purposes. I'm trying to tell them the truth. And for those of us who work with children, have children, we understand, we grow to understand one thing. As long as you consistently tell your children the truth, it's in their spirit. It's in their system. They will determine when they decide to use it. But you gotta put it there. You can't force them to use it. You have to tell it to them as it is. And when they process it and how they process it is on them. Hard, hard to take. You can teach them how to fly the plane. You can't teach them how to land it. But you got to give them as much information about all the flight tools and all the manuals and everything as you can. Thoroughly prepare them. Okay. Um, we're finding out now through text messages. Um, through information given to the Congressional Committee and the hearing on January the 6th, we're finding out that this was not haphazard, this attempted coup. It was organized. It was um, planned. Now, certain people didn't know. Certain people, event planners, they didn't know. But at the highest levels of our government, this was a process. This was a calculated maneuver. To overtake the United States government, and anybody who doesn't want to believe that, you gotta ask yourself why. If you're not believe, if you don't want to believe that, is it because you're part of the, you're part of it, you want to be part of it? Hey, I, here's the other thing for me, y'all. Um, when we are talking about this big lie, and again. That's it. This, this now, this is part of our history too. We want to label what, how, how you know. There's big lies, there's little white lies, there's uh, all kinds of different lies. No, there's lies. That's it. And when we want to take this lie and make it seem like it didn't happen, or make it seem like it wasn't what it really was, I always ask myself. If we don't want to know the truth, then what do we really want? And that's what we have to find. You know, okay, let me say this. I don't think I'm gonna find it out because if you're lying to me to keep from telling me the truth, there's a reason for that. So why would you just tell me the truth? Cause I figured you out. Hey, um, this is Donald Byrd. The song is change makes you wanna hustle. We have people at the Fox Television Network. I'm not gonna call it a news channel. That would be disrespecting the news. But we have people at the Fox Television Network and that trickles down to, to uh, networks like OAN and all of that kind of shit. But we have people at these networks who have, it's been proven that they're saying one thing on air Telling a lie on air and speaking the truth off the air. We're not getting about, we're not getting into the whataboutism. Is CNN doing it? No, no. Nobody else is doing it to the as meticulously, as manipulatively as people like Hannity, Laura Ingram, Tucker fucking Carlson. All of these. And, and, and the sad part to me is I feel like they're tearing their spirit up. They might not. They might not know it. They might not give a shit. But I think they're tearing their spirit up by profiting off of what they're profiting off of. You know, as a person who's made a decent amount of money, a decent living in his life, comfortable living. uh, Through the pandemic, the last two years have been the least... Financially Successful years of my adult life But spiritually And I'm not just saying this because it fits You know, I ain't got no money So I'm spiritually happy No, spiritually it has I hate not having the money I had I'll, I'm going to try to get that back But I hate not having that But again, at this point in life I realize, yeah I want it I really want it But maybe I don't need it like that. I still want it. I'm still going to get it. But maybe, you know, what will I do to get it? When I look at this ball washers club and all these people connected with 45. Is it really about money? Or is it really about just hatred? The other thing I wonder as a parent, um, again. Our children live in a different world than we did growing up. They connect with each other, whether we like it or not. Okay, they spend a lot more time with each other. And a lot of our children want to know the truth. So if my dad or my mom is in a position of authority or whether Congress, the Senate or local government, my mom or dad is in a position of that and decides To tell, to base their whole existence in that position on a lie that would overthrow the life we grew up living. All these children aren't taking to that as their parents would want them to. Families are breaking down over this. I have a 27-year-old and 29-year-old. If I were... Ted Cruz, and 45 decided to talk about my past, my dead father, or insult my wife, their mother, and I did nothing, regardless of what type of job I'm holding, I did nothing to defend their mother, my wife, how do they not lose respect for me? How does his kids or his family not lose respect for him? And why are are some of them so willing to give up respect for themselves? I don't get it. Um, But again, we still have to be aware of it. I don't care if it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. We still have to be aware of it. And you got to... The enemy of my enemy is my friend. We got to keep our eyes on this and see this thing through. Everybody who's involved with that needs to go to jail. This confrontation is built on a lie. Okay. Um, Fox is, is, is culpable in this lie. And if you bought into this lie, there's never any need to tell you or to... There's never any need to ask you why do you buy into the lie because... If you're not believing the truth, what makes you think you're going to tell me the truth? Why would you tell me the truth? But that's a scary proposition. To know that people still in this day and time and in this country want something. Let me see. How can I say this? That people are comfortable with hatred. People are still quite satisfied with with chaos where people think that they can be served that their best interests can be served by disserving others yeah and it's going to come to pass it will come to pass um But until it comes to pass, we can't just sit and shake our heads and say how sad that is and, oh, that's not right. No, you got to get in the game and fight this shit. Because we want our children to have an opportunity at the life we had in the country we had. And it's our job to keep that available for them in their lifetime. Walk and chew gum, guys. Be happy about the holidays, but keep your eye and your nose in this shit that happened. This is uh, Bob James. The song is Angela's theme. Okay, that's the bullshit part. Now I'm going to switch to the invisible present part. I um, work with kids. And one of the stories I tell annually. And you find out when you work with children every every week. That you need little blocks of things that you can go back to. So... Every year I tell certain holiday stories. Um, one I tell is Santa Claus and the peanut butter cookies, which says that you can't give Santa Claus peanut butter because it makes his mouth stick together and he can't go ho, ho, ho. Um, and these are preschool children, elementary school children. I also tell them a story which basically happened in my life called The Longest Night. And for any child who celebrates Christmas, the longest night of the year is Christmas Eve. And uh, we used to devise many methods, me and a couple of my siblings. We would devise many methods to get up, to go downstairs as early as possible. Um, now, there's 12 of us. The oldest one is my brother, Wayne. And he has a, he was a, served in the Navy for a while. And one year, Wayne devised a method to scare us from coming downstairs early in the morning. That's a, it's a fun story, it's a great memory. The other story I like to tell is called The Invisible Present. And this story is about, well, quite, quite simply, it's about love. And I try to, I tell the children a story in a way where that they were helped, these, the kids in this story were helped through certain situations and not understanding the process that was helping them. You know, basically they're all carrying boxes and, and it's cold outside one day so they can get in the box to be warm. It's uh, raining outside one day so they can get in the box to stay dry. There's food that's been put in the box by mom. But basically mom gave them an empty box but the box was full of love. Or I should say mom and dad gave them the empty box but the box was filled with love. And when I tell the children this story, I hold that part out till the end because I want to ask them what the box was filled with. And and I would say eight out of 10 cases, there's one child in every class. After I hear three or four answers like, box is filled with food. Uh, The box is filled with toys. The box is filled with this. There's one kid who will look me straight in the eye and say the box is filled with love. I don't know why. I don't know how they figure it out that completely but there's always one that says that and my my, my when they do I smile at them and they smile back, listen here's what I'm saying I believe <laughs> I believe the children are the future As you know what back then when we were growing up we used to call things that cool corny and things that were corny were cool corny is a funny word but the phrase I believe the children are our future yeah that's as real as it gets might be as corny as it sounds but it's as real as it gets and as a parent to our children we must constantly from the from the very beginning separate truth from lies Okay? Now, granted, we start by telling them one of the biggest lies of their early childhood. Some of us do. Not a lot of us. Not as many as I thought. But some of us start by letting them know that Santa Claus is responsible for your happiness on Christmas Day. I never told that to my children. We played along with the Santa Claus thing. They never sat on Santa's lap. They didn't believe that this... Character Was going to Was the one who was bringing them presents They knew it was coming from mom and dad But again Think about this Santa Claus uh, The Tooth Fairy um, The Fairy Godmother The Easter Bunny All of these characters That magically show up and give our children things That our, their parents Work for Or their parents take care of Um but we give that love to something else instead of ourselves. I don't know why. I don't. And I think we need to change that narration. Okay? As much as possible. Now, again, I parent my house, you parent yours. But whatever it is, we have to be more embedded in the truth. We have to get our children more embedded in the truth. As long as they know the truth from a lie, then eventually when they decide to make a choice, they make the choice they want, but they understand what's real and what's not. That doesn't keep them from choosing what's not real, but they know the difference. And when I see a lot of Where we've gone to as a society in America, we've kind of dumbed things down so much where... I mean, the whole idea of Twitter is a dumbed-down thought. You get 140 characters to say something. That's easy. Anybody can say something in 140 characters, but if you have to really say... If you have to really talk about it, you you need a little bit more than that. We don't want to read books as much as we used to. We don't want to really and the other thing that which which really for me is a personal frustration is as much misinformation as we can find in our telephones we can find just as much real information if we search another way we can find the real information in our telephone too but we only tend to we we want to think that finding Misinformation or something we haven't seen before is, I don't know, we want to think that that helps the side of the story we want to to believe in. Hey, truth is the truth. Lie is a lie. Honor is a real thing. Loyalty is a real thing. Loyalty is not a transactional thing, it's a real thing. Honor is a real thing. We still have our democracy because as much shit as our military has with them, honor is still part of their game. This is Weather Report. The song is Birdland. Um, honor keeps us going, y'all. It's kept us going. Hey here's something else too I saw a movie um one of the great great movies that I've ever seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner uh with Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn and Sidney Poitier if you haven't seen that movie it's 1967 and the 60s had some great finally we were telling stories that needed to be told um all kinds of different movies, all kinds of different stories. Off the top of my head, I can think of uh, um, The Days of Wine and Roses with Lee Remick and Jack Lemon. Um, the Children's Hour with Shirley MacLaine and James Gardner. Uh, the Apartment with Jack Lemon and Shirley MacLaine. Uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was 1967. So many movies about real life things. Real-life situations that were addressed in a real, really good story-telling manner. And in this in this movie, guess who's coming to dinner? I can almost recite the uh, different lines from the movies. But it's basically about Sidney Poitier, who marries, you know, is African American, is a black man, who marries the daughter of a white newspaper publisher. and the the problems the parents initially have with this relationship. Now, the beauty in the story is that they're they're getting married and they're leaving town in one day. So it's one day that parents have to get together, meet, go through their feelings and bring it out on the other side. Um, It helps in the story that Sidney Poitier is a doctor because he's marrying the daughter of a newspaper tycoon, but that's real life too. It's an excellent movie. It's, um, the other thing I was thinking, and when I watched it, 1967 is 54 years ago. This race conversation was 54 years ago in this movie. And today, today, we can still, we're still having some of those same conversations in the same manner, if not a, worse way. Although things have moved on, things are advancing, guys. I believe, yes, I believe our society is advancing. Progress is a slow, steady thing. Progress is slow and steady. But with this progress, I don't know. I don't, you know, I want, I wish that more of us would not, would get out of the limbo portion of life and and move forward um, my hope for Christmas Day and I write about Christmas Day a lot but the hope I have for Christmas Day is that something about Christmas morning to me it would just seems like the world decides to be at peace I don't know Maybe that's a myth I created for myself. But if we could take the energy we have, the spirit we have, the giving nature that we have, and this nature just isn't put into us. We have it inside of us all the time. We just decide to use it at certain times. Um, we want to eat toys for tots. Uh, we want Thanksgiving make sure everybody has a meal. We want to do all of these things at certain times of the year when it should be part of our everyday life, our everyday joy. Yeah, I'm kind of corny now. Kind of wild still, but I'm kind of corny now. My hope for Christmas Day and my hope for this holiday season is that you have the best time with your family that you can. Is that you are able to be grateful for your existence, for your happiness, for your struggle, for your life. Hey, talk to the people you need to talk to. Love the people you need to love. Be good to each other. I will probably talk to you, no, I will talk to you between Christmas and New Year's, but until then, have a blessed and wonderful holiday, y'all. Talk to somebody. Let them talk to you because this is the Talk It Out podcast. I'm going to have a good time. I hope you do too. Stay healthy. Stay smart. Stay woke. Walk and chew gum, y'all. Be blessed. Talk to you soon.